Welcome to the Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, August 12th. And, uh, you know, we have been fielding so many questions from you all. It has been a a real, almost like a privilege, like, wow, you really think that we can help you out? And we're so happy to do so. Both Mark and I are certified financial planners, and uh, we like to sort of think of you as a holistic being. So if you've got a financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com, or if you're on our website, jillonmoney.com, hit the contact button. Today, we are going to be talking about strategies for paying down debt. We're going to do that right after this. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Today, we are going to talk to one of you. Joining us is Dale, who's on the line from the Midwest. Dale, what's going on? How can we help you out? Well, Jill, I just, uh, my wife and I talked about what we're going to do as far as paying down debt. And we have kind of a, I'll say, special situation um, so we just wanted to run it by you and see if you agree or get your opinion on it. Okay, let's go. First of all, how old are you? I am 39. And your wife? 37. Okay, you're both employed? We are. How much do you guys make together? About 250 That must go a long way in the Midwest. Definitely helps. I mean, it feels tight right now, but I think we make it tight on purpose. It's what I, I've heard people call forced scarcity. Mm, yeah, I don't like scarcity in general, and I don't like forcing that issue. But I'd, let's hear more about this. You got some kids? Two. We got two. Two girls. Four two, and two. Four and two. Wow. Yep. Okay, you got your hands full. You got this good income. You got a couple kids. Uh, do you own a home? We do. How much is that worth? I'm going to say between probably 280 and 300 An outstanding mortgage balance of how much? I believe it's around 125 at the moment. I couldn't tell you the exact dollar amount, but it's right there somewhere. Do you know the um, the interest rate on the mortgage? It's four and a quarter. So you didn't do the whole refi thing when when we saw the dip in mortgage, right? Not yet. Okay. And what about other debt? Because we're talking about debt pay down. What's outstanding elsewhere? The only other debt we have is student loans, and it's a whopper. About 250000 Ho, ho, ho. Wait a second. Wait a second. Mark just had a seizure. So $250,000. Is that yours, hers, or a combination? It's hers. How did she get that much money? Is she a, what does she do What to, to justify that? She is a veterinarian. Hmm. That seems like a good job. It is. How much? She enjoys it. What's the interest rate on that student loan? Um, I don't know exactly. I know it's over 7%. Whoa. It's all federal. Oh, okay. Because it's mostly graduates, not it's not the undergraduates. That's it's all, the weird it's all thing, graduate. right? 
Yeah, I was just looking this up even just for this year. I just did this for the heck of it. The interest rate for uh, federal direct graduate loans is uh, just about 6.3% right now for this coming year. So it's a lot more expensive to go to graduate school. All right, but we're here. So let's figure it out. Where are we going from here? Do you guys both have retirement plans? Uh, I have a retirement plan. She does not. The, the She works for a small practice, so it's essentially just straight salary. There's no benefits of any kind, no health insurance, no, no disability insurance. It's all just basically straight salary. Hmm. Okay. And you're maxing out your retirement plan? Yes, I am. Given that you've got the house, you're maxing out your retirement plan, um, you're paying down these loans, like how's your cash flow when you talk about forced scarcity tell me a little bit more about what's forcing that well that we save i i think we save a lot meaning i'm maxing out my 401k also maxing out an hsa you know so with that that's seventy two hundred dollars a year you know with what we've done to save for those student loans we're putting about six hundred dollars a month into a taxable brokerage account how much is in there uh right at 40. And, and you manage that yourselves? Yeah, it's all okay. in Vanguard index funds. The other big expense we have at the moment that'll hopefully clear up in a few years is, you know, our kids are both young enough that they're in daycare. So that's pretty expensive. The $600 a month, when you first got in touch with us, your question was, should we be prioritizing our mortgage over student loans? So right. I want to talk a little bit about that for a second. Have you tried to refinance this loan or not? I haven't, I, mainly from the standpoint of I looked at the interest rates and about the best one I could find was about three and a quarter, which is still good. I'm not mm. not disputing that. But when I ran the numbers, if we, you know, we're getting a little bit further into it, but if we paid it off at the rate that I was thinking we would or that we could, once you factor in the closing costs, it's kind of a wash. Mm. Uh, is this the house you'll be in for some time, do you think? I believe so. Yes. Okay. How much? How much time remains on that mortgage at this point? Um, if we were to just pay it off as it goes, I'm going to say, see, we've been in the house for eight years, so 22 years. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx Service Guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. So explain to me your thinking about comparing paying down a four and a quarter percent debt with the student loans, which you say are seven percent. Why why would we even think about that? Well, my wife's income has increased substantially since she graduated. When she first came out, she didn't make a lot, but now she makes a good good bit. So when we were first paying it off, she was on IBR, or she still is, income-based repayment. So it's based on you know her income, essentially. So the payment fluctuates. So we started looking at it, and I ran the numbers, and we actually even hired a financial advisor to look at it, someone who uh, specializes in student loans mm-hmm. to run the numbers. And 
came to the conclusion that, you know, the best way to pay it off is to actually go for the forgiveness with the IBR, looking at how much it would cost us to actually pay it off versus writing out, you know, another, I'll say 15 years on IBR, even with the, you know, I know what gets forgiven, at least as of right now is considered taxable income. Even with that, it's still almost a hundred thousand dollars cheaper to go the IBR route than it is to pay it off. So I kind of, so I kind of look at it from the standpoint of okay we've got two mortgages outstanding yes get rid of one of them how much does your wife make like you said you make two fifty together so what's the split between the two of you she makes the majority of it she makes about one forty I see the issue see of course I read the email and I was like oh my god you got to pay off the 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 student loans you got to do that fast right um, okay so what are the risks let's think about that the risk is they change the program things, you know, they don't let you do it, but I feel like you're grandfathered in or grandmothered in for her sake. And so you keep paying this off for 15 years and then 15 years from now, you will essentially be left with about how much outstanding at that point. Uh, I can't remember. He, he ran through all those calculations and I mm-hmm. did as well. I, I just remember it was going to be a tax bill of around or what I'm planning for is $90,000. Meaning of uh, a tax bill or what that would be forgiven. That would be the tax bill. What would be forgiven would be much higher. Okay. Okay. Got it. You guys are filing singly, right? Because that's the whole IBR thing. Okay. So just if you're listening, guys, if you have an income-based plan, sometimes it's better to be filing as single versus jointly because of the way the calculations are done. And it's also kind of cleaner. I'm shifting as I speak to you. Mark, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, are you shocked at this right now? Because we're, we're sort of in a strange place that we normally would say pay off the student loans. Are, and are you okay keeping the income-based plan and this outstanding balance floating around in their lives, Mark? I would 100% do that, knowing that they are eligible for the forgiveness program. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of weird it's hanging out there. Now, that's a separate issue from should you accelerate your mortgage pay down. Because I want to talk a little bit about these kiddos. They're in daycare now. I'm sure they're brilliant. They play blocks and Legos incredibly well. Um, Are you trying to maybe save for college or other kind of um, private school or anything like that? Yeah, I've got a 529 plan set up for both of them that I put $200 a month into each of them every month. So $400 total. I think the I, I, I would not pay off the mortgage so quickly. I like the idea that you've got money in the brokerage account. I would probably, you know, from, you know, you've got an emergency reserve fund, right? You've got just like a, a slush fund of money. Yeah, we've, we've got approximately $60,000 in cash. Okay. So I think what I would do is I would increase the 529 plan. What we were thinking for the $600 was I was using that um, brokerage account to save for the eventual tax bill that'll be due. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's so hard to plan that in the future. You're going to have a lot of opportunity to save for that. And it's funny because that tax bill could or could not come due at the moment where, you know, one of your kids is going to college. That kind of screws you up for any possible chance at um, financial aid, right? Right. Because it's going to come at the wrong time. Just, you know, whatever, weird timing. But I have a feeling, I mean, I don't know, is it possible that your wife is going to keep making more money because she's making a good chunk of money now? I think I just want to put a little bit more money in the 529 plan. Maybe instead of 400 a month, maybe I do 600 a month in there. The rest in the brokerage account. I wouldn't pay down the mortgage. I would look at, you know, potentially 
doing the refi. And if you really just want to get it paid off quickly, at least look at it and say, you know, maybe you don't have to do a three and a quarter uh, for 30 years. Maybe you see if you can just, you know, shave off some to 20 years. The thing that slows me down from it, and my wife and I have talked about this, I know that mathematically the smart thing to do is to refi it and then save the difference right. and, and invest that. Yeah. The problem with that is, and we both agree that we don't think we have the discipline to do that. What do you mean? You guys are so awesome. <laughs> well, you are so awesome. What, what, I, I've, I, I've not heard a lack of discipline in any of our conversation yet. Well, I mean, we both want to really uh, do some upgrades to our home. So our thought was get rid of this mortgage. And if we get rid of the mortgage, my guess is we can pay it off in about three and a half years. And then we can just cash flow any renovations or anything we want to do to our property. Am I going to convince him or not? What do mm. we think? It doesn't sound like it. I'm leaning no. I mean, I'm the, leaning the, no. The, I the, think the mortgage I, rate compared to what's out there right now is high. It is high. See, I'm thinking that like the that you can just do the refi and you could potentially do the refi and do the work right now and not look back and chill. And will you consider it? Just humor me and just go look again. Okay? Yeah, I'll definitely. I definitely consider it. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. That makes me a little bit nervous, but that I know mathematically it makes more sense to save the difference and and invest it. If you're going to pay off the house and then you're going to just end up spending the money that you would have spent, like you might as well just like deal with this whole thing, do the work on the house. I don't know. I think that you should have more confidence in yourselves, but you guys know yourselves better than I do. So if it freaks you out, don't do it. But you're in good shape. I would save a little bit more in the 529 plans. Um, I think really the the forgiveness in 15 years is a, a real interesting technique to use. And you're already being disciplined about that. Obviously, we don't know where tax rates are going. So let's hope for the best when that happens. Um, I think that you guys, even if your wife's income were to kind of start floating up a little bit, you know, maybe we would, you know, you'd take a hit for one year and you'd move on. And so hopefully that'll be exactly what it is. Do you guys have life insurance? Uh, we do. And I'm looking to actually get more. Okay. Just get term, you know, no fancy pants, yeah, weirdo no, stuff. Yeah, no whole life or universal life. Right life. on. Do you have wills and powers of attorney? We do not. That's the our other to-do list for this summer. Don't you have a friend who's a lawyer and just ask for like, come on, just give us the name of a lawyer who can get this done quickly and efficiently. And you spend a few bucks, but you get it done. And it'll be you'll be relieved once you get it done. You're worried about refinancing. I'm worried about you dying. Well, I, wor I worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Listen, I think you guys are in good shape. And uh, keep us posted. Let us know how those refi conversations go. If you have some choices, we're happy to help you out. Okay, gang, if you have a financial question, you need a little bit of direction, you need to know one thing versus another thing, well, you can just give us a holler. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. If you're on our website, jillonmoney.com, just hit the contact button. While you're on the website, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Don't forget to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. And remember the mantra here at Ion Money. Curiosity, compassion, community, and we will talk to you next week.
If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.